Okay, so I'm a second generation Mexican. Now, what that means, basically, originally I thought that, you know, first generation was, you know, first generation of kids born in the U.S. and, you know, right. But it's not that. It's actually someone who's born outside of the U.S. and then comes to the U.S., basically. So my dad is first generation. He was born in Zacatecas, Mexico. And uh, my mom was born here in the U.S., so my mom being a second generation and my dad being a first generation, I don't really know what I am because while my mom is a second generation Mexican, both her parents were born in Mexico, my grandparents on her side. So I guess I'll just assume that I'm second generation. Uh... That being said, most of my life, I didn't really and wasn't really able to relate to anything my dad had to say. Uh, you know, from the moment, you know, I was a kid learning times tables and shit to just growing up and go, getting graduated at high school, going to work and, 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 and entering the, the workforce or whatever you want to call it. Um, Basically, I can never relate to my dad because my dad had such a hard upbringing, right? And like most immigrant parents, my dad was very stern, strict, and, you know, he had his set rules and you kind of had to follow him. Uh, and we never really had much money, but there was one thing we could always count on. The bills would be paid and there would be at least some type of food on the table. And there'd be clothes on our backs and we'd have shoes on our feet. All the basic necessities we needed, we had. All the other extra stuff, toys and, and video game consoles and all this other shit, he didn't really care about providing that shit. So I went home last week. Mind you, I've only been living outside of my home for like two months barely. Uh, so I went home because I had left some things behind that I really wanted to take, but my car is small. So, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't fit at all in my car. Now, growing up, I always wanted tattoos from like the age of five. I knew I wanted tattoos and I knew I wanted my ears pierced. And one of the things I wanted to was getting my hair dyed. And my mom being a, a cosmetologist, she had her own hair salon when I was like, at that age. So I remember on my fifth birthday specifically, my dad, or not my dad, I went to my mom's shop, our beauty salon, and some, one of my cousins had gotten highlights. And I was like, yo, I want that, right? And so my mom was like, okay, it's your birthday, so I guess we'll, we'll do it for you. And so she gave me highlights. And I distinctly remember she still had a long day ahead of her. And I don't know if like one of my aunts gave me a ride home or my mom just went home real quick and dropped me off or what the deal was. But I went home and my dad saw the highlights and he goes, you turn your ass right back around and you go right back to that shop and you get your hair turned back to the color it was. 
And I was distraught because like I just wanted to have colorful hair, you know? I just I just thought it looked cool, right? So, you know, at an early age, I understood that I didn't really have a choice in certain things that I wanted to do. I didn't have an option. Uh that being one of them. And also the fact that, you know, my dad grew up uh Catholic. My mom grew up somewhat religious, but she wasn't really that type of religious person until like later on in her life. My dad wasn't super, super religious, but he followed the rules deemed worthy, I guess, by the Catholic Church, right? Uh, the Ten Commandments, you know, whatever. Uh, and so I remember telling him, like, I want tattoos. And they always said, my dad's response was always like, while well, you're under my house, very, very immigrant thing to say. While you're under my house, you're not going to do shit, you know? But once you step out of my house and you, you can provide yourself, you know, your own home and whatever the fuck, go ahead. And the same thing went for earrings. Uh, so at the beginning of COVID, I decided I wanted to move. And I was just in a rush to get out of my parents' home. And so, yeah, I basically rushed into the situation that I wasn't prepared for and I didn't have the experience to do. And I didn't last very long. I don't think I even lasted a month. I went to Colorado and the the gig didn't work out. And I had the choice because I had enough money if I'd wanted to to survive and live in my car for a extended period of time, a short period of time to where I could get a job. At the time, everybody was hiring, and they still are, right? Because nobody wanted to work because it was COVID. So I don't think me living in my car would have been that much of an issue, right? Anyways, I had, as soon as I knew that the gig was up and I didn't have a place to stay anymore, I had about a couple days. And I was like, you know what? I'm either going, I went camping, right? So I went camping, but the thing that I did, one of the first things I did, literally one of the very first things I did as soon as I got to Colorado was I went to Sally Beauty. I got me the self-piercing kits and I pierced my ears. And so the gig was up and I knew I wasn't, I was either going to have to go back home with my tail tucked between my legs or... I was going to have to really struggle for a little bit, but, you know, find my way and find my path in Colorado. And I really, really wanted to do that. But I guess I didn't want it bad enough. Because I drove back home to Texas and I went back into my parents' house. My ego was crushed. And honestly... It just felt like shit. I felt like shit. My dad, though, like, since I knew that I was coming home, I made sure to take my earrings out and with enough time for the holes to clear up, to, to close back up. And it hadn't been the suggested, like, six to eight weeks, right, to have the 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 testers and whatever the fuck they're called. The, 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 fuck. Anyways, you know what I'm saying. The temp, the temps, the temporary earrings, right? And so they closed back up really quick. 
but I, I do one thing, one, one rule that I did break while still living under my parents' roof was getting a tattoo. I got a tattoo of a raptor, a velociraptor on my side when I was like, it was like 2017. I had just graduated or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think it was 20, February of 2017 uh, or 2018. One of the two. I don't know. Uh, I got a tattoo of the Velociraptor and I came home and I didn't show anybody besides my siblings. My siblings, I knew they could keep their, their, their mouth shut so they never found out. And then uh, we went to a trip to Mexico. And we were outside. Everybody was outside. One of my uncles had this horse. I distinctly remember at the age of seven that same uncle put me on a horse and he was ready to like let me go you know on my own and then my grandfather came out running like oh no 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 like that's not gonna happen he he yanked me off the horse he said and he started reprimanding my uncle because what ended up happening in his past was he was dragged by a horse or a mule for x amount of miles right so he didn't want his grandchildren on a horse that young right or un- unsupervised so this was my one chance, though, to ride a horse and have free reign. Um, I don't know what I was doing, but I, I feel like I was I, I was like stretching, yawning, you know, when you yawn and you bring your arms up or something like that and your shirt comes up a little bit. I had a cousin, a little girl and her little brother. And when I pulled my shirt up, she saw like the claw of the raptor and she goes is that a tattoo and i was like no and then her brother's like "Ooh, a tattoo and he literally grabs my shirt and lifts it up and i like yank it down Uh, the point is i got caught by everybody everybody was out there except for my dad every single person was out there except for my dad And so I don't know how everybody was able to, but nobody ever told my dad as far as I know. And my grandma implored me not to let my dad know that I had a tattoo. She she told me that she still loved me and that she didn't agree with it, but she loved me very much, right? And so I was scared because I felt like my dad was the more rational person. Uh, my mom was very upset but you know she kind of got over it after a bit and so I came back home after Colorado and I tried fixing things like trying to help my dad you know whatever he needed and I came home with this attitude of like oh you know I'm gonna do so much better whatever blah 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 and I really just went back into the slump that I was in when I left right now, I, like most people, I think, for at least their dads, you know, they say it like dad lore or some shit that I started seeing on TikTok, where it's like, you know, those tidbits of information your dad gives out in a blue moon, you know, and you got to act like you're not that interested for him to, you know, give you more information. Uh, but basically, I remember, like asking my aunts and uncles you know like what my dad was like and and 
how his life was growing up because my dad was a very quiet individual and has always been very quiet, very secretive. He, he keeps to himself. So I asked him and one of my aunts was telling me that, you know, he's the eldest boy. He's the second born, but eldest boy. So all responsibility, all responsibility basically fell on him, you know? Uh, and so I, and so I remember them telling me like, you know, if he fucked up, he got whooped bad and he was, he was always like, he can never do enough, you know, but he was the one doing everything. He would wake up at the crack of dawn to milk the cows, to to do all the chores around the fucking ranch or whatever. But still, that wasn't enough. He had good grades. Still wasn't enough. My dad was a very mischievous child. He was a menace. He was a little shit. You know, he would go around doing stupid shit. But he, but he had good grades and he did everything that was asked of him. And he never complained, as far as I've been told. 